Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Warning. The following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spook. Girls, true crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you eyes gray along with the spooked girls. Bring on the slaughter. We on that haunted ground Spooked The three spooked girls Hey Spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara and as always I am here with my girlfriend Jessica. Hey! Hello! And today we're bringing you another, and I guess now it's just going to be a thing, another Mm -hmm. state and all their urban legends. So (laughs) (laughs) today, we are going to be covering North Dakota. But before we get into that, if you want to hang out with us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at Three Spooked Girls. We also have our amazing Facebook group, which is Three Spooked Girls Official. We do book club, gift exchanges, randomness, goodness of the internet. So definitely come hang out if you use Facebook. If you are on TikTok, you can find me as spooky underscore sleuth. It, it still exists as of now. So, I, you know, I'm just going to tell you guys it's there. <laughs> but anyways, if that's not your thing or it goes away, you can also find me. I have a Twitch that I haven't done anything with yet and YouTube. So definitely check those out. And if you would like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls. For as little as a dollar, you get one bonus episode a month. Five and up, you get video content, ad-free episodes, typically a day early, and other fun shenanigans that Jessica and I do. So yeah, definitely check that out if you are interested. Let's take a minute to talk about one of our new favorite sponsors, Diet Smoke. Diet Smoke makes premium, federally legal THC products that are delivered discreetly right to your door. Diet Smoke's variety of products ensure there's a perfect fit for everyone. Whether you need a gentle buzz to unwind after a hectic day or you want something more potent for your next adventure, Diet Smoke's got your back. Diet Smoke is a game changer for THC participants of all experience levels. Seasoned users love the Delta 9 High, allowing them to function without sinking into the couch. Meanwhile, US Weekly awarded Diet Smoke's Delta 8 Gummies Best for Beginners. 
I recently tried their new blueberry lemonade flavor and I am in love. It tastes amazing. It's definitely going to be my go-to flavor this summer. Just something about the combo of blueberry and lemonade just screams summer to me, so I love it. And the high from it is just very, very enjoyable because as you guys know, I am a connoisseur of these kinds of products. Diet Smoke's number one priority is customer satisfaction, with quality assurance through readily available lab tests and consistent releases of new hand-picked flavors. Your experience stays fresh and exciting. And if you're not completely satisfied, their dedicated customer service team is ready to resolve the issue. And for our three spooked girls listeners, aka you guys, go to dietsmoke.com and enter code spookedgirls at checkout for 15% off your first order and stock up for 420. That's dietsmoke.com, code SPOOKEDGIRLS. Must be 21 to purchase. But with that, we're going to go ahead and just dive on in. Yes. So everyone seemed to kind of like the whole state urban legend thing. And when Tara and I were discussing them, we wanted to make it as fair as possible. Mm -hmm. So I found a random state generator on the interweb. Mm -hmm. And... It said, pick a random state, and I clicked, and North Dakota popped up. And so I was like, oh, that is very (laughs) random, because you you and I have no, ever, never been like, ooh, North Dakota. I mean, I've been there, but that's... It's true, you've driven through it. Stayed the night there. This is true. That's it. I was worried (laughs) about you as you were driving. It's one of those places where Tara's, like, location wouldn't tell me (laughs) where she was. That was like, like, oh my god, that was... Where the fuck are you? That was like when I was in the middle of the Yukon, and Jessica thought I was dead, because like, obviously there's literally, it's the Yukon, there's no fucking nothing. So, no, she was very worried, because it was like eight hours, but... I was No, I'm not talking shit. It was like... I appreciate it. You texted me that morning, (laughs) hey, heading off, and I was like, I gave you like a thumbs up. Mm. And then, like, a couple hours later, I checked it. And when I checked it, it just kept saying, like, couldn't find you. And then I was in a panic. And then I was like, okay, she's driving. She's probably currently in a blind spot. And then I checked it a few hours later, and you still weren't. And I don't even think you connected until, like, you got into the hotel, mm-hmm. into the Wi-Fi, and then, like, messaged me. And I pretty much at that point was, like, pulling a Babbitt <laughs> on Kilmore Girls and about to call, like, the Canadian consulate and be like, where's my friend? <laughs> I can't find her. No, it it's fine. <laughs> We're we made it. We made it through. Do you remember when we used to do drinking games on the show? Oh my god, I forgot about that. Way back when. Wow. I think the new drinking game should be every time Jessica mentions Gilmore Girls, everyone they needs should. to take a drink. They should. Drink, smoke, whatever. Or if you if you do not do you either, then a drink of your coffee, soda, whatever you're snacking on. It's do true. it. I got told the other day at work that I may or may not quote Gilmore Girls too much. Not too much. Nonsense. And apparently I make too many references to it, but most people seem to enjoy it. It's just like one person doesn't enjoy it, but he's a grumpy guest. Wow. So whatevs. Too bad. All right. Right? No, it's just how I'm alive. <laughs> Do me. Okay. So our first, so the first article we're doing is 10 best myths and urban legends in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right accent, but it's the accent that comes to mind when I think about North Dakota. Did you ever watch Fargo? That's kind of how they sounded, I think. 
I don't know. If, I, if you're from North Dakota and I've offended you, I am sorry, but it's fun to do. I know that we've talked about this on the show that I don't believe Californians have accents. Mm-hmm. But as someone who doesn't think they have an accent for someone who has just an innocent live your life accent, mm-hmm. I want to steal it because I don't have it. Anyway, our first is the legend of the White Lady Lane in Wahala. I like a good, strong Viking name. (laughs) Legend has it that many years ago, a very beautiful young girl named Anna Story lived in the area with her family. Young Anna caught the eye of a traveling peddler, Sam Khalil, that's what I'm going with, who asked the family for the girl's hand in marriage. Anna's mother refused Sam's request, telling him that she would reconsider his proposal if the peddler returned when the girl was 16. How fucking old was she? Apparently younger than 16. Sam did, but Anna's mother still refused, infuriating the man. Sam took out a gun and shot Anna in the head (gasps) in her living room, also shooting the girl's mother. The mother survived and Sam went to prison, thank God, despite a failed attempt at taking his own life. Ever since that fateful night, Anna appears every Halloween near a misty bog called Eddie's Bridge. Still in the white flannel nightgown she was wearing when she was killed, Anna walks and searches for what nobody knows. Damn. And there is so much wrong with that story. Right? What the fuck? Like, the fact that she was a baby, essentially. And I get, like, people are going to be like, it's olden times, but you know how Taryn I feel about olden times. Yep. We're not, we don't care. Yes, I have, but we don't have to like it. (laughs) Like, come on now. But anyways, okay. All right, so the next one is Devil's Lake. The legend goes that a ferocious sea monster in Devil's Lake wiped out an entire army of Native Americans. After the first surfacing of the beast, the lake became heavily polluted, so much so that fish began to disappear. Allegedly, (sighs) the monster swallowed up a whole group of Sioux Native Americans. The group concluded that the monster appeared in the lake via an underground river. Interesting. Wow. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was probably a bunch of white settlers, but you know. It's fine. Whatever. No, it's not fine, but like, okay. No. Right. Just make it up. Big lies. If, I, if you're new, people that have listened to us already know, but if you're new and I say it's fine, it, it means it's like the most sarcastic way. Like, it's definitely not fine. <laughs> it's It's not fine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no. Oh, a, a monster just I always love monster stories that like swallow people up because mm-hmm. it's like, well, how do you know it did that? Right? Who 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 witnessed that and didn't help? Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag facts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The next one is Riverside Cemetery in Fargo, North Dakota, which is, you know, we were just talking about that show. Located near the mighty Red River that separates North Dakota and Minnesota, Riverside Cemetery has been a source of ghost stories for many years. Ghost hunters have apparently recorded what sounds like knocking near the doors of several mausoleums. I mean, like, are they knocking and then waiting a second and then hearing an echo? I mean... Thoughts. (laughs) Other visitors have also reported hearing strange voices coming from the gravestones and feeling like they were being watched, even when nobody else was there. Nobody else that was visible, that is. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know if you feel the same, but like sometimes like when I would go visit my grandparents in the mountains and I'd be outside and I'd be in the mm-hmm. snow, like sometimes it feels like the way the snow is, the way it is, mm-hmm. it sits, mm-hmm. that it could kind of feel like maybe somebody's behind it. Ew, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Creepy, Just creepy. I don't like that. All right. So our next one is San Haven Sanatorium in San Haven, North Dakota, of course. Built in the early 1940s, San Haven was once the home of over 900 tuberculosis patients. Later, it was used to house developmentally disabled patients, which it continued to do until closing in 1989. Rumors of patient abuse and neglect plagued the sanitarium, and it is believed that the past patients still roam the halls of San Haven looking for their revenge. Local lore also includes the tale of a ghost hunter who died after falling down an elevator shaft. It is said that his ghost also haunts the building, next to the very ghosts he was chasing. It's kind of poetic and ironic. (laughs) The next one is the Missouri River's Mini Washatu. Tales of river slash lake slash swamp creatures have been told all over the world for centuries, including in North Dakota. Mini Washatu is a terrifying monster that lives in the Missouri River. Legend has it that although many have seen the creature beneath the water, it has only been spotted above by one man who lost his mind and died shortly after. The man could give a description of the beast, however, telling listeners it had red buffalo-like hair with a single eye and horn and a long, jagged spine sticking out of its back. It's said that anyone who comes face to face with the mini Washatu will shortly go insane and die. I mean, if it looked like that, I would want to go insane so that I would forget it. Be like, no, thank you. Bye bye. Oh my God. Okay. Bloody Knife's horse at the Fort Berthold? 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 Reservation. The Arikara people frequently tell the story of Bloody Knife, an Arikara scout who was murdered at the Battle of Little Bighorn. Legend has it that after Bloody Knife was killed fighting for his people, his buckskin horse found its way back to Like a Fishhook Village near Garrison, a trip of over 500 miles. According to lore, the ghosts of all those who died in battle with Bloody Knife were embodied into the horse which returned home to tell the story of their courageous battle. I love that. Oh, I like that one. I love when, like, legends of ghosts turn out to be, like, super sentimental and wonderful. Yeah. Okay, the next one is the North Dakota State University in Fargo. The university has been home to two legends that have found their way to the ears of the innocent freshmen for decades. Oh, that's fun. They just... (laughs) (laughs) Torturing. That's how they haze them. Yes. (laughs) One take place in Sears Hall, where a man hung himself from a heating pipe in the basement during World War II. Since then, students and staff have reported hearing voices, feeling a presence behind them, and experiencing sudden temperature drops. Mm. It is believed that the young soldier who took his life has never left the building. The second legend involves Menrat? Menard. Menard. There we go. That's an actual, like, store. I should know this. (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway, the second legend involves Menard Hall, (laughs) 
where a double homicide took place on the fourth floor in 1920 in what was then a dance studio. A male and female who were in their early 20s were found by a janitor the next morning. Investigators were never able to determine exactly what happened that fateful night, but the ghosts of the two students are believed to continue to roam the hall. I'm just going to put this out there. This article would have been a thousand times better if it had said continue to dance their way through the hall. I'm just oh my god, pointing that out. Aww. Person who wrote this. <laughs> Like, you're welcome for future articles. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. The Stairway to Hell. Although now an abandoned town, Tagus has been the source of much ghoulish lore. While most buildings are in ruins, it is the location of the former Lutheran church that is the hotspot. Rumor has it that the church was actually a home for satanic worshipers. The building was eventually burned down by vandals, but not before word spread that a stairway to hell could be found under the church's foundation. It is believed that if you stand in the right spot, you can hear the screams of those souls who have been damned to hell. Visitors have also reportedly seen bloody hellhounds that appear out of nowhere. Oh my god, that makes me think of fucking supernatural. (gasps) No, hellhounds are scary glowing gravestones, and even a ghost train on the tracks that run through town. This town sounds like a hoot and a half. Right? That's a lot going on, and I'm scared of some of it, but some of it seems cool. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) the fact that if you go to this church and stand in a certain location, you could end up hearing hell. Everybody in hell? I'm okay. I'm okay without that. I mean, can you yell down and check to see if people are there? <laughs> oh my god, that'd be great. <laughs> just like standing there. I really just need to know did so and so make it? Did Hitler make it? Please tell me he's on your party list. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not re- the Christians are getting the shit into the stick. I like to believe that the version of hell that Hitler is in is from Little Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. If you don't know that reference, go watch that movie right now. Oh my god, I want to watch that movie right now. <laughs> Such a great movie. Alrighty. Okay. Oh, the next one is Horace Mann Elementary School Elephant Myth. Elephant Myth? I know. Okay. Out of nowhere. Before the, <laughs> I know. Before the elementary school was built in 1915, <laughs> the land was part of the county fairgrounds. Legend has it that when a local circus company visited the area in the early 1900s, one of its two elephants died from an apparent heart attack. Instead of paying the high cost of transporting the deceased elephant back to their home base, the circus company buried the elephant in the dark of night and, st- and snuck out of town. Although the presence of the animal's remains has never been conclusively proven, the legend has been told and retold in the Horace Mann neighborhood for over a century. But what does it do? Does it just like roam around? Do you hear it? This did not tell me. No idea. Right? We need much more details than that. Okay, while you read yours, because it's the last one on yeah. this one, I'm going to Google gonna it check. and figure it out, because now I'm just upset okay. that we failed lied to. Alrighty. The former governor's haunted mansion. The legend got its start in 1889 when former North Dakota governor Frank Biggs died of tuberculosis in the master bedroom of his mansion. Almost immediately, word spread that the ghost of Governor Biggs was still in the house. Despite these reports, subsequent North Dakota governors lived in the mansion until 1960. The stories continued, however, and although the house was restored in 1975 and then turned into a museum, the ghost has apparently remained. 
as people have reported hearing footsteps and voices. That's fun. That is fun. I like that one. That's cool. Okay. There is a news article on KX News. The <gasps> Horseman Elephant, a far-fetched Fargo to fable. <laughs> See, that's... Oh my gosh. That's good writing. We have to hear this. Okay. We have to hear this. <laughs> The deeper one digs into the urban legend of no- urban legends of North Dakota, the more likely they are to come across that shift from the interesting to frightening and eventually downright bizarre. This is the case with the elephant rumored to be buried under Horace Mann Elementary School. Oh my God, if their school mascot is an elephant, that's perf. <gasps> if not, it needs to be petitioned. Yeah, we're gonna petition this, <laughs> and we're gonna get all of you to sign it. <laughs> <laughs> so. A tale going back over 100 years that theoretically could be answered, but never has been. Yeah, because you just need to get, like, ground-penetrating sonar shit and just be like, there it is. Mm -hmm. To this day, variations of the tale have been whispered around Fargo, but nobody is quite sure about the exact circumstances that led to the creature supposedly ending up being buried below the grounds that now have become Horace Mann Elementary. If the rumors are true, then where did it come from? Well, we know that the circus. And <laughs> why hasn't anyone bothered to figure it out? I mean, maybe because they don't want to. Yeah, let them have fun. Why would they? Quit debunking fun things! <laughs> okay, addressing the elephant. Work for both the reader and the recovery project has uncovered plenty of information about the history of the grounds that Horace Mann now stands on. And now we still can't confirm whether or not the elephant tale is true. I think it's just the story is that there's an elephant buried. Mm, mm-hmm. And that makes me, like, disappointed. Mm. So we've moved on to another article. This one is onlyinyourstate.com. And this is the North Dakota one. And these are, it's called Seven Urban Legends, but we've already read five <laughs> of the seven. <laughs> so we just pick it, the ones that we haven't. Okay. <laughs> But number one is called Frozen Stiff and Alive. Oh my God, bum. We know how cold it can get in this state and how dangerous it can be to be caught outside in the dead of winter. But what do you think would happen if it happened to you? Probably freeze to death. But what if you didn't actually die? This urban legend is actually a true story. Ooh, I love a good true story. And certainly one of the scarier stories of North Dakota that will stick with you. In January of 1981, teen Jean Hillard got caught outside after her car spun out, falling face first in snow during negative 22 degree tips and not being found until the next morning. She was taken to the hospital. Her skin was too hard to pierce with a hypodermic needle and temperature too cold to register with a thermometer. Miraculously, after about three hours of being brought in, her body had managed to thaw out enough to regain consciousness, and she survived. God, (gasps) that is crazy. Okay, our next one is Ghost of Custer's House. Fort Abraham Lincoln State Park near Mandan is home to the location of General Custer's house, now reconstructed and open to tours. Many strange occurrences have been reported in this house, some of which sound downright paranormal. People feel a tap on the shoulder when no one is there, dishes and candlesticks move when there's no force to move them, and other strange happenings. The house still runs tours. Do you dare to visit? 
Well, duh. I mean, I don't know if I want to go to Custer's house because he was a bad, bad man. Yeah. But if I was like around, sure. I had nothing better to do. Right. (laughs) Okay. So the next thing that I found on the interweb when I was researching Mm -hmm. urban legends was this website. It's like North Dakota Urban Legends. And what it kind of appears is that somebody posted on Facebook and then people commented the urban legends. So Mm -hmm. bear with us. This might be a little hard for us to read because it kind of like goes back and forth with the posts and whatnot. The first one, which I am super excited that I get to read is, oh my gosh, yes, Charles Manson (gasps) wanted to move to North Dakota. The legend is that if Charles Manson had ever gotten out of prison, he wanted to go to Tagus, North Dakota, as it's supposedly a demonic epicenter. That's so crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Someone who's from there says, yikes, I'm (laughs) glad. It's the radio station that posted it. (laughs) Yikes, I'm glad he was never able to make the trip. For real? Yeah. Yuck. All right. The next one is this guy and his boppets. A guy got kicked out of a North Dakota small-town bar. He eventually moved and came back to visit 20 years later. The second he stepped into the bar, somebody yelled, Get out of here, Jerry. You know you're banned. Oh, that was the next one, but yeah. No, that's funny. I love that that happened. Oh, my God. I skipped. Oh, shit, shit, shit. That's It's okay. I'll read that one. You read 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 Jerry got kicked out of a bar in North Dakota. Okay, well. I told you guys have to be patient with this because it's the way the format of this is yeah, weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird. My mm-hmm. bad. All right, tell us the boppets. Okay, this guy <laughs> in his boppets says, some people's strayed from the traditional urban legend. Kane is a legend of boppet, one of my favorite childhood games. Apparently, Kane Kaiser, but he wrote, I am the boppet legend and I have all the boppets. <laughs> oh, this is just some dude being weird. <laughs> I mean, if he really owns them, you know, cool. I mean, if you do. The <sighs> next one is your mom's panties. What the fuck? Your mom's panties. All right. <laughs> so that was the urban legend. It is so funny because like underneath the fucking, these aren't even urban legends. This is, well, Manson was, but this, oh my God, I can't. This is great though. It's the, it's the gif. Oh, you want to talk about mothers and it's from white chicks. Oh, you want to talk about mothers. <laughs> That's exactly it. Oh my God. No, oh I love it. Because it's literally this radio station posted like, tell us urban legends. And this is just people <laughs> trolling these urban legends. Yeah. Okay. The next one is scary big fish at Garrison Dam. Whether true or not, a tale of scuba divers making a dive near Garrison Dam saying they could never go back down because of the size of some of the fish they saw. Oh no, so like the fish were huge. Ooh. No, I don't like that. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go down. Oh, here's next one's fun. Mermaid in the Lake. According to BHGnews.com, Misty the mermaid and her lover have swam up and down the Missouri River since the dawn of time. Misty had magical strength and her lover had great power. Misty has a statue in Riverdale. And the picture says, obviously, Misty the mermaid in the lake. And yeah, in the comments, Justine told the radio station that Misty the Mermaid lives in, oh my God, I'm not even going to try to say that, in the lake she lives in. Sakakawa? 
Sakakakawa. There we go. I think I missed a couple of <laughs> There's an extra K in there. But anyway, okay. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Okay. cool. <laughs> the next one is every building in North Dakota is haunted. And the, <laughs> the picture says every single building in the state, whether new or old, is haunted. And it says, I'm not sure if I believe this, though I've had sketchy encounters at jobs, churches, schools, etc. in North Dakota. I mean, have you driven around the state? Have you driven around our state? There are plenty of creepy places that you don't even have to be near to know that there's something off about them. Okay, I think we should plan a trip to North Dakota now because, like, this state's sounding. Bro, look where I live. We got all kinds of haunted shit here. Just come here first. That's true. <laughs> Okie dokie. The next one is River Road is Haunted. According to Jasmine, she said, there's a little boy that runs into the road to get his ball. And if you drive through him, he gets in your car and doesn't leave until you leave River Road. And somebody replied to her saying, there's also a woman you can see trying to grab him. Ugh. Gross, gross, gross. Oh, my gosh. That's creepy. I like that Jasmine also went on to say, I've never seen both of them. Like, she needs to be like, I just heard this one. Like, I just heard the story, Jill. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my God. The next one <gasps> is, is the son of Sam connected to North Dakota? The person, Sarah, writes, the son of Sam connection with Satanists in the caves below you marry. I don't know what you marry is. There's apparently a criminal geography or geology or something like that. Someone posted. Someone wrote. If I'm not mistaken, it's documented in the book, The Ultimate Evil, published in 1987. The book also links Charles Manson to Satanist cults. Well, Charles Manson was a Satanist cult, so it's fine. I mean, no, not really a Satanist cult, but like he was evil and he had a cult, so. Right. It says, according to the UnsolvedMysteriesFandom.com, a man named John Carr was possibly a son of Sam killer. He would travel between an Air Force base and New York during the times of the killing, and it was possibly Sam's actual son. I don't think What's-His-Face is just chilling in there for no reason. All right, y'all. Well, that is going to go ahead and wrap us up for today. We hope you enjoyed these urban legends from North Dakota. You guys can make requests. You guys can make requests on states. Maybe if we get like a good little number of comments, like Jess can put them in a like a random name picker thing or something. And we could do it that way. That would be fun. Otherwise, I'm just going to continue with my the random my state. That's freaking perfect. Yeah. I love it. We have to start a list to see which ones we've done because we've done other ones in the past. So <laughs> I was like, I thought about that during this episode. But with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Toodles.